Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, IDP Army. Everything about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, possums, and welcome to Week 10 Offensive Points Game Previews. We got some good content today. We are going to preview all of the games and give you guys some good plays, some good sits, all the above here. So I'm here with Josh and Billy. Go follow us at Twitter, at Offensive Points. Get at IDP Army on TikTok. Get on the Discord. Give us feedback. Talk shit. Enjoy the content. We're always trying to put some good stuff out for you, so be sure to get on there and check all that out. Get the IDP index, get the dynasty index. We've got a lot of tools for you guys to succeed. As always, I'm here with Billy at Ombre Vendor on Twitter and Josh at Josh Hall on Twitter. So follow them. I am Joe. Follow me at OP Economist. And we look forward to chatting with you on there. Josh, Billy, what is up? Breaking news as of Wednesday at 8 p.m. Josh is Josh Hall STL on Twitter, and it's just one H. It's real easy. But no, is it Josh see, All or Josh Hall? Pick one. Exactly. Pick one, man. Josh All works because Josh All. Josh is for all. All right. Anyway, um, no, there actually is some news that just happened. OBJ is going to take some time and is a few days away from picking his team. So our news will at least hold up for a day or two. So we got that going for us. He's gonna, well, I think we covered all of our bases in the first part. Yeah, we got the options. Unless it ends up being somebody that we completely didn't talk about, then he's well, going to well. retire. <laughs> exactly. That would be our luck after he's that. Good. Guys, I'm good. My dad, I'm, me and my dad are just going to play backyard football. Oh, so. yeah. we did, In the first part, we didn't talk about Aaron Rodgers. Is there anything to say? Like, no? Good, everybody? Um, I, lo- I, I love how he's, uh, he's like, dude, Fuck the politics. I 
I'm not vaccinated. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's going to be mad at me. Everyone is mad at you, dude. And it's not because of the vaccine. It's because you lied. Like, just tell the truth, man. Andy outed Alan Lazard. No. Yeah, that's you. I'm going to get into that. Nobody cares about Lazard. Oh, are we spoiling something for you, Joe? Yeah, you are. On Monday, (laughs) the fact that he came out on Monday and said there's a slight chance he misses Sunday's game, uh, that was very worrisome to me. But I'm I'm planning like he's going to play, so. Well, Jordan Love looked looked great, so I'm Isn't hoping Blake Bortles going to be the starter. I I hope so because Jordan Love was like horrible, and it's shocking that the Packers made another bad draft pick. In yeah, the they're first so round. good at drafting people. I know you're the Blake Bortles. Stokes has right? looked okay. Eric Stokes has looked okay, so it's not yeah. all bad. You could be the Raiders, whose first round picks are no longer on the team now. Yeah, do right. you hear the Bortles golf story though? Uh, I, have, I have not, yeah, Joe. My man was golfing in Florida when uh, when he received the call to from the Packers to come up and fly up to Green Bay. Um, when Rogers tested positive, so he was, I think he was even through eight holes, and he was on the ninth hole putting for double bogey when he got the call, and he just walked off the course. So technically, he's still oh. even for his round. Wow, yeah, awesome. never finished the hole, so yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm just going to jump straight in before someone starts because Joe's really excited about talking about Green Bay. And I have the Thursday night game, so I figure like that's a good way to start if that works yeah, for you guys. Let's get to so, the game previews. Let's get right to the meat and taters, you know what I mean? That's how I like to do it. So Thursday night's game. Um, Thursday night games have been good this year. I don't expect this to be one of those, but who knows? Uh, it's Baltimore-Miami. Um, the Ravens have been playing down to some teams on occasion after getting embarrassed by uh, Cincinnati. So I feel like they came out swinging against Minnesota and won with 16 seconds left in overtime. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to expect from this game on, on their end, but I imagine they stopped Miami. Uh, Miami, on the other hand, you know, got another win. Uh, so that's nice. But uh, it was against the Texans, and they didn't really look very good. So I feel like the only real bright spot on this team right now is Jalen Waddell uh, without Parker on the field. And then, of course, Miles Gaskin. Uh, I personally think he's still garbage. He ran for a whopping 34 yards on 20 <laughs> carries. So air on the side of caution against Baltimore there, but in PPR he's he's viable at least. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I'm just not excited about him. I think he's garbage. He's only getting work because he's the only one that knows how to do anything on that team, wide running back wise. So my start, if you listen to the first preview, shouldn't surprise you at all. It's Mr. Rashad Bateman. Uh, that three games under his belt, Bateman's looked exactly what we thought he would be, or at least this what we we thought he would be. Um, I don't know that porous secondary other than Xavier Howard. And I don't expect uh, him to be uh, covered by him. So I, I just, I think you continue to see those six to seven targets this game. And I think this might be his game. So I'm predicting his breakout here on Thursday night. Don't put him in your lineup because I said so, because I hate seeing that two or something on Thursday night. So um, just something to look at. Uh, and then my sit is miles or tra- trash can gas can. Trash and Gaskin. Trash and Gaskin. Mm. Miles Trash Can. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that that 34 yards doesn't do it for me. Um, I, I I need a little bit more. I think the only thing you got going for him is the five or six catches out of the backfield. Uh, the yards are just not going to be there against Baltimore. I'm thinking if you're looking for a running back to score 10 points, uh, you're better off with like a random oldie on Baltimore right now because honestly, all of them are looking surprisingly good. So, Freeman's the guy, by the way. Yeah, it appears that way. But, you know, when Lat Murray comes back, he might be the guy again. I, I don't know. So 
Um, I just, I just feel like they'll probably score more than Gaskin at this point. So, but please don't do that either. I don't, I don't want you. I don't want that for you. I don't love that for you either. If you, if you have to do it, I get it, but um, figure it out. And then uh, speaking of Baltimore running backs, can y'all just pick one and give them a full workload? Like I selfishly would love it to be Le'Veon Bell or Lat Murray or someone I own stock in. Uh, I actually did pick up Freeman in the league and I just, it feels weird. Um, he looked like shit last year. So uh, I just, as a, as a, I, I get that football is not fantasy and whatnot, but you know, can you just do it for us, man? Like, just just, just give us one, man. Make it be Bell. Yeah. Make it be Freeman. Make it be Lat Murray when he comes back. Just be like, he is our starting running back, and we love him. Um, but with all that being said, I just there is a sneaky start with Freeman at the moment, and honestly, quite possibly even Bell. They both have looked good, uh, and they're actually getting carries. It's just not enough to like be like, oh, that's the guy. So, and you you don't want to see that seven points in your lineup, man, all week. Freeman double digits last four weeks. No, I know it, it's been weeks. good, but the second you put him in, man, that's 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 how it goes. That's true. It is and Miami. He, he has been touchdown dependent too because he scored a touchdown in all of those games. So who knows? I would like to. I am going to jump into Green Bay here. Oh, so, thank God! Yeah. So Seattle Green Bay uh, over under is forty nine and a half in this game. So Vegas thinks it's going to be fairly high scoring. Uh, it's at Lambeau Field, and it's going to be 38 degrees and sunny on Sunday, so it should be a good cold-weather football game. This is the return. It's good news for the Seahawks that Russ is coming back, but it's even better for Sierra because Russell's fingers are all healed up. Nice. <laughs> nice. And probably Aaron Rodgers. It's still, it still really worries me that there's a slight chance. Aaron Rodgers has very hairy hands, according to Shailene Woodley. Before, but yeah, before we go on, can we just talk about how Shailene Woodley completely just took out some random guy on the street that was he would never drive? She not only insulted his car, but also made an insinuation that he has a small penis. So <laughs> he, she said it, but she didn't say it though. Well, she said what it. happened. Joe's so not went up on, on pop culture, man. So she's on Instagram, and she uh, TMZ posted that he, uh, Aaron Rodgers was wearing a mask while getting coffee, and Shailene Woodley screen capped it and is like, "That's not Aaron Rodgers." First of all, everybody knows he's got hairy hands, and like he said something about the size of his feet. And when he's getting into the car, he's like, "Aaron wouldn't drive that shitty ass car," and it's just like this poor guy getting his coffee. <laughs> Shailene Woodley just completely annihilated him. Dude, savage. <laughs> that's awesome. Unnecessary. That's awesome. Unnecessary. Oh, that's great. All right, sorry. It, we'll let you get back anyway. to the interview. No, no. Anyway, Chris Carson may return to this game. The neck injury is way too risky for me. If he plays, he's not going to get much. So I think it's too risky to start him. Uh, Green Bay has their way with the defense if Aaron plays. And Russ is obviously going to keep this a game. So monster game potential here. DK is a monster play for me. I love playing DK Metcalf, especially in daily. The Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon situation, it, it just keeps getting more difficult to project. Um, as of right now, Jones is still an RB1 for me, and Dillon is a very strong flex play. So I would keep treating it like that. Uh, Devontae Adams is going to have a big game this week as well. Um, I don't see any of the other receivers really doing much. Uh, someone will probably do something stupid, but it's too difficult to project there. So my star for this week is Alex Collins. I think he carries the load uh, for this game. I'm going to sit Randall Cobb, and my stop for this week is targeted the Green Bay Packers. Stop not making a play for a wide receiver. 
oh, we're going to pay him the veteran. We're going to pay OBJ the veteran minimum because we haven't even extended Devontae Adams. Do you not think that Devontae Adams wants someone else there to help him look even better? So pay the man. You guys need it. If you're going to make a Super Bowl, if this is the last dance, you know, bring in the Dennis Rodman of the team. Why not? I agree. I agree. The only thing I disagree with on that entire preview is the best news of Russell Wilson coming back. Not Sierra, not Russell Wilson, not Seattle. It's Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith doesn't know how to use him at all. No. I agree. Not wrong. Not I've wrong. never been a Lockett guy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I traded for him in the offseason in one of my dynasty leagues, and I didn't feel great about it, but, you know, it's worked out he's, so far. He's a good, he's, in, he, at the he beginning belongs the in the NFL. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's good that he, you're not calling him Mike Williams. That's good. You know, honestly, it doesn't really make any sense that he's like the deep route guy because he wins like jump balls and stuff and he's so little. No. Yeah. Well, against, you know, when you're comparing him to DK Metcalf, he just kind of looks smaller. That's true. Okay. Well, I'm going to move to my favorite game of the week, and it probably won't be everybody else's, but uh, Cleveland versus New England. Um, this is a great game. Five and four teams, both are on the rise now that OBJ is off the Cleveland Browns, weighing them down. They're going up, and the Pats, the Pats are sneaky good. I I don't know if y'all have been paying attention to them over the last couple weeks, but they've figured things out. And Mac Jones actually does not look bad. He's not losing them games, and that's probably what's keeping them afloat. And the defense looks great. So right into the start, my star for this game is either Chubb or Dearness Johnson, depending on who is available for the game. Um, I think the Pats are going to try to take out the passing lanes for because no, none of trash. The, well, because he gets the long ball completed and they cannot afford to give up long balls to DPJ or anyone else who streaks down the field. So I think that is what they're I, – you would think taking away Chubb would be the, the play here, but I think Bill Belichick's going to take away the pass and just kind of allow the running backs to tire out throughout the game, if I had to guess. So for my sit, actually, would be Jarvis Landry. So J.C. Jackson covers the slot, and that's where Jarvis Landry works from. And J.C. Jackson, as I said in the first part of the podcast, J.C. Jackson's having a hell of a year. Anytime J.C. Jackson's car- targeted – He's going to come up with a pick at some point in the game. So I think the smart thing would be not to play Jarvis. He did not have a good game last week, and I don't really see him getting on track this week either. Um, And my stop for this game is whoever loses because that will, you know, this is a a winner. The winner of this game will be projected to get into the playoff and maybe make a run. The loser of this game, five and five, you're sitting right at at the crossroads of the season of what, what can we do from here? You can still make a run, but six and four looks a lot better than five and five going into the last, what, eight games of the season. So that's my reasoning. What if Odell Beckham jr. Signs with the Patriots? He won't, he won't play now. I thought that same thing, but if, if he wanted to actually make this happen, he would have signed as soon as he became a free agent. But since he didn't, he's not going to play this week. God, it would have been, it been, it would have been, been oh, dude, it would have been amazing. I would have, my OBJ, I would have thrown him in the start, sit it and forget it because he probably would have gone off. But since he hasn't signed, I doubt they're going to put him in. If there was any coach that could get a performance out of a newly signed player, it would be Belichick, though. 
It would be. It's just not enough time at this point. It's three days yeah. until. I mean, he would have. Wouldn't he have to go through COVID protocol to join? Yeah, the team I th- I most too. most likely. Yeah. I think that's a problem too. But I honestly, I think New England is the best place for him, mainly because Belichick knows how to deal with crazy people. Um, Fair enough. I just, I think that's where he should go. I hope that's where he, he's at next week. We'll see. All right, Josh. Oh, right. It's me. My bad. Yeah. Uh, not really excited about this one because uh, if you asked me about this last week, I, I would say that the Eagles have a chance in this game. But now if you ask me, I, I'm i not excited anymore. Uh, Denver rolled over the Cowboys, and hypothetically, this should be a cakewalk uh, the way the Broncos were playing. And the Eagles' offense was good last week, and running the ball seemed to be a large part of that game plan, uh, surprisingly. Uh, can't help but throw that in there. Um, the Broncos' offense was just as good if not better, even with a good pass rush. Um, I just, I don't know, something, something the Eagles haven't had as of late is, you know, the, the, the Broncos beat Trayvon Diggs a couple times last week. Like we couldn't do that. Not that our receivers are as good as Broncos receivers, but I don't know. And then the whole slay being injured last week. And I feel like all eyes are on him until the game game time nears. Can we talk about how nobody ever talks about, we don't get defensive player updates except for the big name guys. Like I saw in Roto world, miles Garrett didn't practice today, but it's like, why are we talking about slay? Why are we talking about these other guys? Like, I don't, I don't even know half these people are out until I like look at my lineup on Saturday and I'm like, Oh, he's out then. Cool. He didn't, he didn't practice. We gave him some updates. But anyway, my start here is a uh, surprise. You're going to play your running backs against the Eagles uh, forever, forever and ever, forever and ever. 100, 100 running backs against eagles.com. Rick and Morty. Uh, no, just throwing that out there, but uh, I don't know. Just, I feel like your start here could be Jordan Howard. Um, I know it's the Broncos D, but it appears Jordan Howard is going to have the role in this offense. We've talked about it. So two games, 29 carries, 128 yards, and three touchdowns. That's phenomenal. And if you even get half of that, you're getting uh, really, he, he, I mean, if he gets a touchdown, you're getting 12 to 15 points out of him. So I don't know how you could sit him right now. I get if you don't want to, the Broncos D is decent. Um, Von Miller's not there anymore. I thought that wouldn't be a problem. And if you asked me last week, like ah, oh, without Von Miller, that defense is gonna suck. Somehow they're fucking good. So, um, in my in my eyes, Howard's in lineups this week. I, I, I'd play him, but obviously you're starting Javante and Melvin Gordon because both of them should have a day against the Eagles. Uh, and then my sit is Cortland Sutton. You probably won't listen to me, and that's fine. But this is my this is my warning to Sutton owners. I think this is the week you sit him. If Slay is out, I get it. But even over his usage the last two weeks. I, I don't know. Mike Williams had one good deep ball against Slay, and it was a perfect throw that only he could catch. And that was like really the only Slay pick, play that beat Slay. So if he's out, you can. But these six targets over the last two games of Sutton in you know actual decent games, I, I don't think you can do it with confidence. I think Judy's back. I think Tim Patrick is still somehow the wide receiver one. Uh, I think personally Sutton's on the bench till further notice or just a really good matchup. Um, but obviously keep an eye on Slay here. Um, and my stop here is going to be how in the actual fuck is Denver's defense better after trading Von Miller? So I actually have a theory about this. Actually, it's not my theory. It's a, it's a different theory. So have you all ever heard of the, uh, the Ewing theory? I have Patrick not. Ewing. Um, so when Patrick Ewing would not play for the New York Knicks, they would inexplicably play a lot better than when he was actually playing. 
So it kind of birthed the theory that um, sometimes a star player, when you take them off of a team, um, somehow the entire team plays better when that player is, isn't around. So I don't know if that maybe is what's going on here with Von Miller. Now that Von Miller's not here, people that maybe would have contributed a lot more with him not being there is happening, but it's definitely a potential. And well, this is definitely an Ewing theory uh, candidate. I like that. I, I will have to look that up. I have not heard of that, but his Bill Simmons came up with it. I think his, his replacement was Weatherly and Jonathan Cooper. I don't know those names either. You're right. I I, I thought of Weatherby, Weaselby. They had pretty high expectations for Weatherly in Minnesota. And maybe he just needed that change of scenery. So he looked pretty good last week. No, he actually didn't do anything. Jonathan Cooper did all the work, but Weatherly was in there for the slots as well. I mean, he he had some plays, but he didn't. He was crashing his side pretty good. No, he looked good. He didn't have any stats to show, which, you know. Football is more than stats, Josh. I get it, man. (laughs) But just. Statistically speaking, in general, it's about heart. You got to have the heart. There wasn't a lot of action for this defense either. And they, suspicious Ewing theory. That's all I'm saying. I, I, no, I agree. I, I I just personally think this has to be a fluke. But I honestly like, I'm terrified as an Eagles fan. I'm like, man, I thought this was going to be one of the easier of our three games coming up. And we, we played good against the Chargers. We got the Saints the next week. And this week we get Denver's defense, which just shut down Dak and company. So, no, in their own house. See what happens. Well, and this one, no, this one's in Denver. Never mind. Hopefully it snows and we can just run Jordan Howard the entire time. That'd be dope. Who would have thought you'd been saying that in 2021? <laughs> Dude, trust me. I had that written down somewhere. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like, who would have been like, Jordan Howard's the play this week? For the Eagles. Like, uh, well, especially. He, he was good on the Eagles. I don't know why we just like. Well, I know, but it him. was such a long time ago. That, he's 26 you know. years old, man. He's not even old. Like, everybody's like, oh, he's so. old. I'm, I'm just saying he for, like, had, he's been season. there for a while. Yeah, or Miami. All right, anyway. All right, let's uh, put ourselves in a cardboard box, tape it up, and FedEx ourselves to FedEx Field in Washington, D.C., where Tampa Bay is taking on the football team. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. Uh, as of right now, it's 40 degrees, and they are projecting rain for most of the game here. So um, key injuries to look at, Antonio Brown. I don't think he's going to play. Chris Godwin, very iffy at this point. I wish we would had some more news on it. And Antonio Gibson's going to play, but I wouldn't trust him at all. Um, this is the rematch from last year's playoffs. So, really, can Heineke get his magic back for this matchup? That's the only way this game will be remotely interesting. Um, Gibson and McKissick are going to have their hands full with that line um, from Tampa Bay. They are 11th against running backs, but they are giving up receptions. Uh, McLaurin will be involved heavily as usual. Um, Tampa Bay side, start everyone. Washington defense sucks. Points in bunches. They've given out 20 passing touchdowns on the year, which I believe is the worst. Um, So Brady will have a fun time with that. And Mike Evans should be on the receiving end of most of that there. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Mike Evans, 6,900 on DraftKings. So go ahead and play him. Um, My start for this game is McKissick. Um, He's had 20 catches the last three games here. Uh, He's awesome. So I would continue to roll with him. I would sit Logan Thomas if he is back. I'm not trusting that yet. And this is going to be a pretty unpopular opinion here, but stop furthering Gibson's injury. You guys are two and six. You're going to be two and seven after this week. The man has a fractured shin bone. Just just rest him. Just shut him down for the season. Let him heal up for next year when you guys are actually competent as a football team. 
and uh, and let him put up some points next year. That's my uh, stop of the week. Nice. I don't. I agree. Honestly, I don't like that. I agree, but Antonio Gibson was a miss this year. We we all missed it. It. We thought he was going to be an RB two. He got hurt. Is and what it is. And they're riding through it. And, it's and like that's it's... that's the worst part. You're only going to make the injury worse. And this team's not going anywhere. So no. not good. Okay. I'll move on to my next one. I got the LA Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers. So the San Francisco 49ers suck. That I hate it. I've actually picked them to go to the Super Bowl. That's not happening. And Kyle Shanahan, uh, I'll get, I'll, we'll save it. We'll put a pin in that. Uh, my star for this week is Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Uh, San Francisco's secondary is shaky at best, and I think Matt Stafford can cook them. And Robert Woods and Cooper Cup will be your plays this week. Very good. Um, you can also probably try to start Van Jefferson if you're desperate. Maybe you got one of the four buys going into this week. But I think, you know, stick to your studs. Those are the guys. Uh, my sit for this week is Jimmy G. I don't really see how without – I think it's Mike McGlinchey is out for the San Francisco. And if you're telling me that they got Aaron Donald, they're probably having Von Miller back, that pass rush, if we're trying them out for the first time, wouldn't you think the first time out there they're going to just completely annihilate the San Francisco O-line who's already going to be missing one of their starters? So I don't think this is going to be a good day for Jimmy G. Maybe he can get a couple out to Ayuk and Debo. Don't think they're going to have a problem or Kittle for that matter. But Jimmy G, I don't know. Just something tells me it's not going to go well for him on Sunday. Um, my stop. All right. Or wait, are they on Monday night football this week? I might be wrong about that. Uh, my stop for this is Kyle Shanahan. So Kyle Shanahan, you suck. I- I'm sorry. There's nothing else to say here. You need to get out of the player personnel business and getting you know i'm gonna pick this player i'm gonna fuck with the roster just call an offense your offense looks like dog shit and that's what you're supposed to be good at you drag jimmy g and um that team to a super bowl because you were innovative you you thought about how to get plays done differently you got matt ryan to a super bowl um, thinking, you know, you did have Julio, so I don't want to say anything about not having that kind of wide receiver, but Debo and Ayuk and Kittle are perfectly capable of getting you to a playoff game at least. And th- the team just looks horrible. And I don't want to hear about the running backs. Elijah Mitchell looks fine. Um, you got Jeff Wilson back. Uh, Trey Sermon's just inactive inexplicably. Like, I don't want to hear about not having Raheem Mostert. That's not the problem. It's you. You are the problem. You're in your head. Get out of your head. Get back to calling the offense. That's my time. It um, is the Monday night game. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Okay, I, I thought it was after I said Sunday. I was like, damn it. I think that's the Monday night game. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll get to Carrie Underwood in a second. But um, yeah, I agree because that, that offense is honestly phenomenal. The only thing they're missing is a solid quarterback. But like you think you could mit- fix pieces around that. I mean, Garoppolo is not pretty bad. much the same team that they had that went to the Super Bowl. I mean, the defense is not as good, but. The, the offense isn't that much different, and they looked a lot better. Oh, I agree. No, I think Isn't it wild that uh, Jimmy G is the QB1 over the last two weeks? That that part, okay, yeah, I saw that. I think that was – I think Phil Yates might have tweeted that out. That is wild to to think about. But, yeah, but and this we, would be a good game for him passing because the secondary is a little shaky outside of Ramsey. But uh, I just – Ramsey's hurt too. 
Yeah. Is he playing? I don't know. That's a good question. If he's out, maybe they can get him out. Uh, All right. Well, getting into um, the Sunday night football game, to quote the great Carrie Underwood, waiting all day for Sunday night for this game. Uh, Four weeks ago, I think we all would have been really excited about this game. Like, might have thought this was a potential playoff matchup. Uh, I don't think now we know what's going to happen with either one of these teams. KC versus Las Vegas. Um, I will actually be there in that. I will be there for that. Um, it's, it's in Las Vegas. So you going to the game? No, it's like $400 <laughs> for a ticket. I would love to go. If some guy like hands me a ticket on the street randomly and I just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I'll be like drunk trying to gamble and hopefully they'll just like give me tickets, but you know, uh, we'll see what happens there. But no, I just, I, I don't know what to say at KC, uh, about KC at this point. I, I mean, I know Green Bay's defense has been a little bit improved, but that was one of the hardest games to watch all the year, all year. And I watched the Eagles game every week. So at this point, I don't know what to say about either team. Um, a little side note here. Mahomes' little brother needs to chill out, man. I don't even know <laughs> if he did anything this week, but like, it seems like he always does. And I just, it feels like it needs to be said. Like, bro, let, let your bro play, man. Surprise that wasn't your stop. I, it might be. I haven't gotten there. Nope. Nope. It's better. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. No. As for the Raiders, uh, they lost. They lost. Uh, they, they played a decent game. They lost, though. A um, few too many mistakes. Three turnovers usually loses you a game. Uh, I know that as an Eagles fan again. So um, my man, uh, Kenyon Drake is my start, though. Uh, he's been projected that six points for like two weeks now, and I have no idea why. I love it. I actually had to start him last week in one league, and I wanted to start him in two, and I was like, why? Why is he projecting six? Like, stupid. Uh, he's been putting up RB two like three numbers the last three weeks, and I wouldn't be surprised if his uh, workload or like with the workload he's getting, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he you know gets a little bit more here. Um, so considering he's basically making something out of nothing, uh, he's my start last week. Uh, I I think you put him in until he proves that he can can't make anything out of that slim workload or doesn't get a bigger one. So. Um, I, I just feel like this coaching staff has to realize that he's been doing something. It's a new coaching staff. They're learning. So and my sit is Brian Edwards, Zay Jones, DJX. Obviously you're starting run for obviously you're starting Waller. The chiefs are too easy. I'm not, I'm not talking about the, you got three players. You start them every week. Like you're never going to sit them. I'm not going to tell you to sit Tyree kill. Cause he's going to go for 50. So, uh, but for the, as for the Raiders wide receivers, Renfro is just that slot man. Uh, Waller is the best one of the best tight ends of the league. You can't not play them, but you can't play any of these guys until you see some sort of consistency. Um, I personally thought Edwards would have a larger role, and I actually started him last week in a pinch, and I was wrong. Zero catches. Stash him still, I believe, and I think, honestly, stash either Zay Jones or Djax just to see. You never know, but um, just don't – don't please don't start them just because it's KC. Like, don't get excited. Don't think, like, oh, this is the, this is the game. Um, and then my stop is stop getting in trouble for the Raiders. Um, obviously what happened, what has happened has been terrible and I'm not touching any of that, but three people gone off the Raiders this year who were all supposed to have huge roles, including two of their 2020 first round picks. Uh, it's just, it's bad. That's not good for a team. It's not helping. Um, like I feel like everybody should just be sitting in a bubble at this point. So like sit home, sit at home and don't do anything. Like don't leave your house. Mm Mm-hmm. Mike Mayock may not be as good at GMing as he thought. <laughs> well, you, to, be fair, to be fair, you can't predict this shit. 
you should be able to predict this shit. It, no, it's it's you weird when it happens as much as it happens to them. That's that's all I'm saying. that is fair. But I mean, you give money to people who don't have money, they're gonna do stupid shit, and unfortunately, that's what happened here. Like yeah. people, kids, kids who grew up in not great situations, or you know, all of a sudden got millions of dollars, are gonna do stupid things. Billy said it last week. I mean, everyone made that. Everyone had that come to Jesus moment in their life. We all did. And these guys are having it and realizing they're not going to have any more millions of dollars, which is a little unfortunate. Yeah. On a lighter note, we're going to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> where it's be, uh, another cold, rainy day in America at Heinz Field. Um, I expect this game to be closer than people would think uh, against Detroit and Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh has a huge way of playing down to the competition. And Ben came out and announced this week that he has been dealing with an injured shoulder since September which is surprising to me because his entire body looks injured just by the way he walks. Um, Dan Campbell's going to have this Lions team fired up after the bye. The Lions are oddly good against tight ends and wide receivers, so I think Najee's going to have a big game. Um, I do like Fryermuth too. He's going to be my start this week. Uh, he's just too athletic. He looks too good. They have to get him the ball more. So even though the Lions are good, I like Patty F this week. Um, on the Lions side, uh, Swift and Hawkinson are the plays. Uh, there's no one else to really play on this team. Uh, the Sun God could be a sneaky tournament play. I think they're going to have to take a lot of those little short passes against the uh, Pittsburgh defensive backs. But overall, I think this is a very low-scoring game. I would definitely be looking at the under on this one. Um, so we already talked about Patty F as a start. Um, my sit is Cleef Raymond. Um, I just I'm not feeling it this week. And my stop is stop disrespecting the Lions. Uh, they play with a lot of heart. They do not have a lot of talent on that team, but they play really well each week. And it actually is very entertaining to watch. So if you haven't watched a lot of Lions games, this would be a good one to check out. Yeah, they also picked up Josh Reynolds off of waivers. Um, oh, did Tennessee, they? Tennessee waived him. And they got Josh Reynolds while they took Khalif Raymond too. So clearly yeah. they like those ex-Tennessee wide receivers. Julio's next. <laughs> Dude, if only the Lions could get something like that. I was about to say, Julio does not need to go the way of a Calvin Johnson on Detroit. Why Calvin Johnson owns like 100 dispensaries and makes millions of dollars again. I mean, that's so, good. Uh, that's good for that. I just don't know. I think about we it. should all aspire to be a Calvin Johnson. You know, that's a good point. But anyway, speaking of Tennessee, Tennessee versus New Orleans. Um, who would have thought Tennessee would still be the best AFC team currently, or at least the number one AFC team? Not I, especially not with Derrick Henry uh, not being there. But they're going; they're playing New Orleans. Uh, my start for the game is Alvin Kamara, um, if he's playing. <laughs> now that now that there's an injury involved, I'm not positive, but it's a solid matchup against Tennessee's defense. Pass catching running backs always play well against this Tennessee defense. Um, the front for D- Tennessee is actually pretty good. So it wouldn't be really the running. It would be more of the pass catching. Um, the Also the wide receivers for New Orleans, whoever that may be, Marquez Callaway, whoever is going to be this week um, would be a good play in DFS. Playing them in your regular lineup is just pretty risky right now, even with the very plus matchup. Hey, I'm playing Deontay Harris right now because I have no better option. I mean, and that that could very well work. That's the thing about playing Tennessee's poorest secondary. Um, my sit for this game is whatever Tennessee running back is playing. So it could be McNichols, could be Adrian Peterson. Foreman actually looked like the best running back last week. 
Native. But, you know, with how many carries they're giving them, like, I don't even think that's really worth it at this point. And they're kind of like molding all of them together to play like as one. So it's not really like you could start any of them and feel confident about it. So, to, and Norons has a pretty good defensive line. So I don't really think this would be the week to start Adrian Peterson or whatever, unless you're desperate. But my stop is Norons offense under Trevor Simeon. I don't love it. Um, if he doesn't play well this week against Tennessee, like literally this is the worst pass defense in the league currently. So if, if you can't get it done against this defense, Trevor Simeon, I don't think it's going to happen. And so this will be the last week I would be playing New Orleans offense until they can get a different quarterback involved. Um, that's just personal feeling. Except for running backs, obviously Kamara or Ingram. Well, he's... okay. Kamara, I don't even 100% feel good with. Maybe when Taysom Hill gets back or it plays, then maybe it's different. But with Simeon, no. That's fair. Yeah, that's why that's, that's it. Josh Josh wants me to let everyone know that Chase Claypool is injured and he is week to week. So he's, he's also he is not out for the season, which was feared. So I mean, you guys know that now because you've probably seen it. But uh, that was that's a little that would have sucked for Pittsburgh, man. I just uh, I, I went to pee during your uh, your rant during that. I wanted to make sure. So I'll let the pod the, the, the listeners know on the pod that I had to use but the, the bathroom. possums though. The pass. I didn't want to say that. Um, I'm a human. <laughs> All right. It's been like three hours. Anyway, um, let's get to one of the games again. I don't know why. I, I got to stop getting Arizona during these weird unhealthy weeks because I don't know what the hell is going to happen here. So to me, this is the return of the McCaffrey. 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 Mm, I see what you did there. Um, he is finally back and appears to be fully healthy. Now let's keep it that way. Uh, I'm just actually going to just roll right into my stop. Keep McCaffrey healthy, but keep summer safe. Like, do it, please. This is my second Rick and Morty quote. I'm, I apologize. But uh, it's it's better for football if he plays. Don't give him too large of a workload. I, I personally think 19 touches was too much last week. He just got back from injury. Uh, although he looked fine, I know it's easy for Carolina to fall back in their own ways, especially with these the quarterback injury here. I just don't want to see him injured again. Please use a little Chuba, just Chuba, whatever the hell his name is. Just, just don't, don't force McCaffrey. Okay. Um, anyway, so Arizona can win without half their offense. So I don't really see a way Carolina wins this game, um, barring McCaffrey running for t- four touchdowns, which I really would love to see, but don't want to see. Um, so as of right now, Kyler and Hopkins are both trending in the wrong direction. Not sure what's going on. Check, check the injury report, please. Um, and I know Connor had a good game and I know that people think that they're going to crown him the King, but th- that was not the plan. That was the split between Edmonds. They panicked. They gave the ball to Connor. Connor did well. Do not expect that every game. Obviously he- you're going to start him. He's the only running back right now other than, Eno Benjamin, but which you should also pick up just for future reference here. Um, but don't, don't think that this is going to be a normal thing. And honestly, against Carolina, I'm not very excited about starting Connor this week. I'm sure he'll do fine, but I'm not like, oh, you have to play him. So uh, my start is actually Zach Ertz. So Cole McCoy didn't really rely on him as much as I would have expected. Uh, but with Kyler out probably again, uh, I have a feeling him and Colt McCoy or him and Kyler, Colt McCoy and Kyler will both be kind of using Ertz in that kind of Chase Edmonds role. There's going to be a few extra passes going his way. I think, you know, Benjamin will get a little bit of work, but he's not really a pass catcher uh, to boot. So 
I think it's just something to watch for. I think Zach Ertz uh, numbers get boosted here a little bit. So my sit is you're, you're sitting everyone on Carolina except for DJ Moore and McCaffrey. Like there's, there's no way I, I know, I know this isn't, this isn't news to anyone, but like, don't even think about it. Like Robbie Anderson's not going to get you 30 points. He's going to, his best game right now is going to be 10 and you're happy with that. So I want to see a game where they get back on the same page, but uh, my also, my, my other sit is AJ green too. Uh, he's actually got sick or COVID or something. I don't know what's going on with him. He's technically on the IR. I think it's COVID related, um, but I want to see another, I want to see one more game before Kyler like plays with him and see if they can be on the same page there. Um, I just, I just don't trust that anger and awkward post-game interview after that. They didn't even talk to each other after the game, after that drop or whatever, not turned around pass. So I wouldn't have talked to him either. I wouldn't have either, but I mean, it's just, I want to, I want to see them both on the field at the same time before I start either one of them. Obviously Colt McCoy might throw to him, but I don't know if it's him and Kyler out there and Hopkins ain't playing. I'm not excited about AJ. I get why you'd want to play him, but he might throw to Christian Kirk the whole game for no reason. Yeah. I'm going to laugh when it's a Tommy Tremble game. Yeah, that's true. Arizona is like the best against the tight end. All of a sudden here comes Tommy Tremble. Mm-hmm. I actually, it's not going to happen. Don't start him. No, do not start him. <laughs> I actually almost put him in there, but like, don't, he's not getting enough targets to do it. Like I want him to be good. I, I was looking at the stats and I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> All right. Enough. Uh, so the Jaguars and the Colts are playing at Lucas oil stadium in Indy. Um, it's a dome. We don't have to worry about weather. Uh, the over under on this game is 47 and a half. Uh, I don't really see it, but we will get into that one. Um, the Colts are killers against running backs. So James Robinson should play. Uh, and he's allow has only allowed two rushing scores all year and under 90 yards on average. Um, plus J Rob's got the heel injury. It's, you know, Carlos Hyde. I don't see the running game working for the Jags really well. So this game is going to come down to Trevor Lawrence and his ability to throw, um, with Kerry Willis out the, uh, the Colts defense, the defensive backs get beat quite a bit. So I like Marvin Jones a lot in this game. He's a savvy veteran. He should be able to get wide open quite a bit. Uh, so I really like him to have a big game. Uh, the other guy I like is Dan Arnold. He's slowly becoming a weekly start for me at this point, solely because he he just catches balls. That's what he does. So if you're in a PPR, it's pretty awesome. Um, coming off the victory of the Bills, the Jags really do have a lot of confidence and momentum, I would assume, after that win. Uh, but Wentz has been heating up just as easily. So uh, I like Taylor. Taylor's going to have his way with the defense. I like Pittman. I like Hilton. I don't like the tight ends this week. Um, but uh, – if Jacksonville plays like they did against the Bills, this is going to be a really sloppy, sloppy game. Um, I really like the under on this game. I just, I think it's just going to be a nasty, grimy, kind of shitty football game. I'm hoping that I'm wrong about that. So my start for this week is uh, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, people forget how fast that dude is. And if this does turn into a shootout, I like him to get loose for one. I'm going to sit LaVisca Chenault. Sorry, the hype of week one and the offseason, it's not happening. Maybe it does this week, but I doubt it. And uh, my stop is not taking the Colts seriously. Uh, they're really starting to look like a, a really complete team. As soon as they get healthy with Kerry Willis back there and they get the uh, defensive backs playing a little bit better, that front seven's awesome. They have a lot of weapons on this team. So the Colts really are a good team. So watch out for them. 
No, I was on the Chenault train for the last few weeks because I was getting them at discounts out of free agency. That's where he belongs. No. I gave up on him in every league I have. It's not this year. I, I like I said last week. Until Trevor Lawrence learns how to properly play quarterback, I just don't. I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. Okay. On to my last game this of the week, and it's the best game, honestly. Mickey Blanco, yeah. baby, we're back. <laughs> uh, had a little setback last week. He got hurt in the game. Looked good in the two drive. I mean, first drive, whatever. He looked good. Second drive, led down the uh, field, threw a touchdown, hit his hand onto Forrest Buckner's helmet, out for the rest of the game. What can you do? But he's back this week, fresh hand and all, and he's ready to take on the Buffalo fucking Bills and Josh Allen. Best quarterback in that game, by far, Mickey Blanco. <laughs> so my start <laughs> my start of this week is Buffalo pass catchers. Um in the New York Jets defense just hit a or took a huge hit by losing Marcus May. That was kind of their only guy that was really keeping people in check. And this would be a good get right game for Josh Allen after that pathetic showing against Jacksonville last week. Um, we really need to get Stefan Diggs more involved. If you really want to like, I don't know, win, that would be nice for the Buffalo bills. But so far they haven't really been on the same page this year. Kind of weird coming off of the year they had last year. My sit for this game is Michael Carter. Sorry, buddy. This is just not the week for you. You don't run up against the Buffalo bills D line and expect to, you know, win. Now he might fall in the end zone for six, you know, six points. But if Mickey Blanco has anything to say about it, he's passing touchdowns. There's no rushing touchdowns. My stop for this game is can the New York Jets stop getting hurt? For the love of God. I mean, this is one of the worst injury-led teams this year, and it sucks because I think there's something – there's a little bit of juice with this team. I really could see – this team being something if they could get everybody on the, you know, back and on the same page. Um, they're getting Corey Davis back this week. I'm really interested to see what Mickey Blanco can do against the Buffalo secondary. I personally, with all the weapons he's got, I don't see why he couldn't do something, at least try to put together a good game. He does seem to actually have be a very good quarterback, which is kind of hilarious based on how this started, but go Mickey Blanco. Let's beat the bills. All right, so I have to disagree with your sit here because Michael Carter was targeted 14 times when Mickey Blanco was in the game against Cincinnati. That's the Bills. I get it. Cincinnati is not the Bills. I get that. I get Cleveland that. Browns just annihilated Cincinnati's bad defense. I I get that, but I'm still excited about Michael Carter. I'm not saying sit him. I am. I'm not saying, I'm I not am saying start him. Well, the problem is at this point in the season, you probably don't have choices. But I'm saying if you had to downgrade somebody from is he going to reach his max versus is he going to be right at or below it, I think Michael Carter would be that candidate. No, I, I, I think a, a good old 12 is what he's putting up. That's not going to be great. It's not going to be bad. Fireball bet? What do you think? What do you think? Over under 10? What's, what's his projected? Thir- 13 points? in our league. He's projected 13 points mm. under. I'll take the under. I'll, I'll, I'll take 12. I want 12. Okay, 12. 12 That's or above fine. for me. So, okay. So, in our league, okay. Yeah, with our. Yeah, our league team. score. I mean, it doesn't really matter because if he gets a bonus point, that would be anything. So, 
Um, good. Another one. I, I still got that fireball in my freezer ready to go for a lost one, but you know, week 10, here we are. I'm confident uh, on this one. All right. That's fine. Um, if Mickey Blanco plays the whole game, can I asterisk that? Just kidding. It's fine. We already know. I want it. I want it. All right. Anyway, so this is a really good game, but it's a really bad one for me because there's not much information I need to give you here. So I'll, I'll do it anyway, because it's fun. But, uh, Minnesota versus the Chargers. It's two high-powered offenses matching up in L.A. Uh, with no defenses. So it should be a great fantasy affair for all, and we'll probably swing a lot of games being at the 3 o'clock hour. So uh, both teams have their two star wide receivers and a star running back. So you're starting all of them. I don't need to tell you who they are. If I do, I can name them for you. You know, I'll just do it just in case. we got some novice listeners out there. Um, so the Minnesota Vikings have Adam Thielen and, and – um, I almost said Stefan Diggs, uh, Justin Jefferson. You're going to start them. You're going to also want to start Dalvin Cook if he's playing, or Madison if he's not, or Agumbale, or whatever his name is. Joe, Joe said it earlier. Joe? Do what? Minnesota running back, the guy, Madison, not Madison. Oh, uh, Kiki Nagwani. I don't know. This Nagwani. Name. All right. Well, anyway, and then the, the Chargers have Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams. You're going to start all of them, too. I understand. Anyway, uh, my start here is Justin Herbert. And if you have him, you, you're starting him now. And I get it. He might have when he scored 10 and 15, but you know, you never know when those 40s are coming. Uh, you can't envision the Vikings defense doing much to stop him here. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure this game is just going to be a shootout all around. So Herbert played well uh, well enough against the Eagles secondary, which is actually pretty decent. Um, so I'm playing him every week until further notice, unless he's playing like Tampa Bay or something and just don't trust him. So my sit here, because I've already told you that you're going to play everyone else pretty much, uh, is Cook or Parnum. Um, you just don't know which one's going to do it. Um, if you're dealing with a tight end buy or an injury, I get it. But like, if you're starting Parnum or Cook, you're, you're hoping that they'll get a t- TD. Or if you start Parnum, Cook will get a TD. If you start Cook, Parnum will get a TD or vice versa. I like Parnum. I think he looks good and he's going to be the future here. But honestly, with Herbert being so inconsistent the last few weeks, I'd be nervous to start any of these guys. He's not latching on to one target, except for maybe Keenan Allen. Um, he's, I mean, it's, it's swap, and that's even swapping between him and Mike Williams. So, um, and then my stop here is just going to be stop worrying about Justin Jefferson or Thielen, or really this kind of goes for all here, like any wide receiver duo or anything like that. They're bound to have bad games. You're, you're not going to sit them. Jefferson had a bad week two weeks ago. Thielen had a bad week last week. It's football, man. They're gonna they're not gonna get you 25 each game just because the average says they get 20 points a game. That's not how it works. And on a fantasy note, quit thinking you lost before the week's comp complete. And I'm looking at you, Joe, over here. You got one guy to go and you're down by a hundred. Yeah, you can have that one. That's and I almost that's, lost that's by a hundred points. All right, you you did, but I'm just saying <laughs> that right. game that game was not over on Thursday night. Anyway. The game isn't over till it ends. I've seen people put up 60 points on Monday Night Football, i.e. Michael Vick like seven years ago that won me a game, 62 points on Monday night. Thought I was over. Didn't even think about it. it was I mean, I was watching the game because it was Eagles. And then fucking Danny in the championship last year, Stefan Diggs, four touchdowns or whatever the hell it was. So quit being salty and see how the game progresses. You never know what's going to happen. At 3 o'clock, you probably could have texted me and said it's over. But like... Th- Thursday night, Joe, for real. One guy puts up 36 points and it's just over. I'm salty, bro. All right. All right, <laughs> All right Joe, close us out. All right. So we're going to go to at and Stadium where Atlanta and Dallas are playing. 
the over-under on this game is 54.5, so we should get a lot of fantasy points out of this one. Uh, Dallas was just embarrassed in their own house last week by Denver, um, and Atlanta is finding their identity, oddly. Um, it's a very non-fantasy-friendly identity, but uh, they are getting one. So um, I'm starting all the Cowboys confidently. Uh, I really like Tony Pollard in this game and in DFS. Zeke's knee, if that becomes an issue. Um, I do think they take a little bit off of this plate and try to rest him for the playoffs. So I think Pollard's a great play this week. Um, the Falcons are super friendly to opposing quarterbacks. Um, and I think after the embarrassment last week, Dak and the Cowboys do not take their foot off the gas after they uh, throttle this Falcons team in the first half. So I like a lot of points on the Dallas side. On the Falcons side, Patterson and Gage are good plays. Uh, Pitts is a start for me. They really just need to just chuck him the ball. Give him like 14 targets a game. Uh, if they want to win this game, that's how they have to do it. Um, but he will be matching up with his best friend, Micah Parsons. And I do expect that they roll Trayvon Diggs over on Pitts too. So I think they try to neutralize him in this game. So my start's Pollard. My sit is Olamai Zacchaeus. Billy, I'm looking at you on this one. He has uh, He's had over two catches twice this entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, happened to go two touchdowns last week. So good for him on that one. And DFS I, King. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I don't really have a stop in this game. Um, Kyle Pitts. No, stop you know what it is? It's uh, Mike Davis, dude. Stop. Let's stop yeah. Josh from talking about Davis. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, no, for real. Stop oh. talking about Kyle. Dude, no, Josh, <laughs> okay. I have a funny story. Shut up for a second. I got a story for you. You say Kyle Pitts so goddamn much that my Instagram, it was people that were recommended for me. <laughs> Was Kyle Pitts and a bunch of people that I know. <laughs> that was the two things. It was a bunch of people I know, and then it was like, and Kyle Pitts. Okay. Well, y'all repeat it too. Oh but all right, God. so time out. I'm not allowed to talk about Kyle Pitts when he's doing bad, but the second he's doing good, you guys are going to try to ram him down my throat. No homo. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if he if he goes out and scores two touchdowns next week, all y'all are going to do is be like, ooh, Josh, you hate Kyle Pitts. You're going to tell me you're wrong about him yet? And I'll be like, no. I'm honestly, he could score five touchdowns in a game. I probably wouldn't mention it. I'm not saying his name anymore. All right. Let's anymore. let's vow. We are having a vow here. Week 10. First person to say the name Kyle Pitts. Takes next a fireball week. shot. Starting next week. Fireball shot. Right off the bat. Fair enough. I'll go buy a second one just in case I lose I, this bet. Appreciate that because I hate the Atlanta Falcons. I don't understand what their plan is for the future. And they're just a rudderless ship and they're just floating right in the middle. And that's going to get them absolutely nowhere. What if we talk about like, if we're talking, like say we have the game preview Atlanta and we're like that tight end, that's not Hayden game preview aside. You can, no, 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 you can't. No, you can't. No words on the podcast or in person between us. And we have to keep ourselves to that. Okay. Well, fair enough. I I feel like you could say him in the game preview because we need to talk about him. The tight end, the tight end who may not be named. Okay, so he's Voldemort now. Okay. He's fucking no. Voldemort. All right, I like well, it. Fair enough. We can come up with a nickname that's better than that. I just watched Harry Potter yesterday, so <laughs> whatever, it's fine. We can we can manage it. All right, another just another. We'll we'll end here very shortly. But one thing that I I just want to talk about real quick. I've been thinking about this. Next year during our draft, we are going to do. I don't know. If, it's not going to be live because we don't need all that business. But we are going to do a podcast at the draft. Okay. As long as Danny's Wi-Fi holds up, we'll do fine. Well, I don't know if we'd have to use StreamYard. We might just have to use like a camera or something and film it and figure it out. 
It might we'll not be the best. Just FaceTime with Nico in Germany with the weird beef. <laughs> yeah. And then he can stream it to our followers. I want I want people to see the shit show that is our fantasy football the league. The fact and that we would need to get up at like 3 a.m. to contact and get into a podcast. We wouldn't with have Nico. to get up. We would still be awake. Well, fair enough. He Billy, to... you're the one that's always screaming at me at like 3.30 in the morning to take another shot. Uh, well, Joe, Joe how about this... you fly Nico out to... Guys, how we about... do this... Dude, I'm paying more in shipping than a plane ticket would be. Uh, that's crazy. Guys, we would be doing this relatively sober. This wouldn't be like after the Beer Olympics or anything like that. Right. No, 3 a.m. On after Thursday night, Offensive points after dark. All right. But, well, sorry. Just wanted, I just want to get that out there. That's Can enough. we do it on the floaty? No, the probably boat? not. Because we'll probably have to use Can like do a it on camera of some sort. I'm on a boat. <laughs> hey guys, uh, so we're reporting live here, guys. And you know, no. <laughs> Sounds that like fun to me. All right. That's enough of week 10. You got your game previews in. Hopefully you all can win this week. We got a lot of we got, you know, you can start clinching divisions already. You start clinching playoff spots. Like we're getting to the weeks where you could start doing that. I actually have a nine and O team in a league that's already clinched the playoffs, and we're only on week. We are, you know, just now at week ten. Did you say oh, um, nine? Nine and O. Oh, you have a nine and O team too. I sure nice. do. I have an O nine team and a nine and O team. I don't have either one of those, fortunately. Well, or you know what? I'm I like I'm a big swing and a big miss guy. That's that's how I live my life. So, anywho. Thank you for listening. We got follow at offensive points on Twitter. We're gaining a good following on there. We'll be more active. I promise eventually. If you uh, guys follow, follow us, follow at the IDP army, follow at Joss Hall STL, follow at OP economist, follow at ombre vendor. Um, I will definitely probably be the most active um, of those, but you know, no, whatever. If you, if you tag me, I will come. Fair enough. Um, follow the, at the IDP army on YouTube, by the way, every week, uh, Jordan's doing live start sit on Saturday or on Sunday mornings. I will be there this week. I'm going to try to pry Joe on there to do it, but never know. And Josh will be in Vegas. So he obviously won't be there. Please get on there. Ask some questions. It's a lot of fun. It's like an hour. You know, we just shoot the shit and then kind of just talk about what's going on before the week starts. So Joe, guess to here. quote, to quote the uh, great Ron Burgundy, you say classy possums. <laughs>